In a world full of movie podcasts, here is one more. Welcome to Defend Your Movie with Sean Donnelly and Andrew Fiore. The time has come again. The champion must episode of the DYM podcast. It's a whole yeah. new era. It's a whole new world here at DYM <laughs> Studios. DYM <Hi>. Central. <laughs> DYM Sench. My name is Andrew Fiore, along with my lovable co-host, Sean Donnelly. How are you, Shawnee? Hello there, Andy. It's, it's so great to be recording here on the DYM compound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We should just steal everybody's thing. Like, like, <laughs> yes. like the Kumia compound, or the, we have the DYM compound, we'll get whatever Rogan has, whatever fan names they have, we'll just rip those off, we'll just do yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. I like your, now I know people can't see this, but you've got a real 1980s radio DJ <laughs> look know. going right now. You've got like kind of a Hawaiian shirt, it's a Hawaiian print. The yeah. V-neck, the cut's very low. You got some chest showing. Yeah, I'm, 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 uh, I'm running a strip club after the show, Andy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I'll tell you why. Why I have it on? I had to do a self tape uh, audition at the house, and the, the the part is for a guy who's like a a a, a, a shifty club booker. Uh, you, well, you nailed the wardrobe. Eh? I know. <laughs> <laughs> His shirt on me. It's like this. I guess it's like a Hawaiian-ish type shirt. It's actually yeah. It's actually a nice enough shirt. It's from Levi's. It's actually a pretty good shirt. But it's um, beautiful. But yeah, I figured this, and then I put a toothpick in my mouth, and the toothpick always works out great. And well, I just love plus the, the toothpick. Love the toothpick. This plus the toothpick was the whole ensemble, and me with my, I had my balding hair, and I think I really pulled off shitty club owner. You know? Yeah, was, absolutely. You look like a guy who stiffed somebody for some cash. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Were you ever um, a toothpick guy? In, in, not, at any point in your life? I think I had a, maybe a couple of very short stints. Or, or, or any sort of prop that you were working with, or, you know? Like in my, in my life, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, maybe a toothpick here and there at some point. Like, when I, I don't know what. Maybe I had something in my mind that it looked cool or something. It but does kind of look cool. If you it looks really it cool. Yeah, but, it, uh, but also it – it, it it's short lived. Like I didn't do it for a while. I tried. I, I've tried things in my life before. Like I yeah. tried spiked hair a long time ago. Right. I, you know stuff like that. And I, I tried. I used to when I was probably like I guess it was like nine. We were like a leather jacket, which is like Ooh. not. Yeah, I had like a leather jacket. That now I don't I would see just, you as a leather jacket kind of cat. Well, but I, yeah, no, I was like I don't know what I was going for. I don't know well, what it, it was. If you're like me too, I, I was searching for an identity for a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything yeah, yeah. that was popular, I went through the the baggy pants phase, the jinkos. Dude, I had cross colors at one point because I thought I might have been black. <laughs> I, I went through everything. <laughs> well, the skateboarding phase, I kind of that was me for like five years, and then yeah, after that, sure. I think I still tried to keep that dress. I almost like I feel like I always would try to be like it was always even now like there's outfits that I've had. That I'm like, oh, that could be an outfit from when I was 19, from skateboard. I like that look better, but yes. not the skate, not like um, Rob Deerdeck, not where it's like flat brimmed hat, 
More yeah, where it's like right before that. Yeah, the mid nineties. Yeah, right look. before that. Yeah, like yeah, the nineties and the baggy jeans with and, the skate shoes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or where now what I was doing, like I had a pair of like green khakis and a black sweatshirt and then like shoes that, and Stan Smith's, what kind of looks like a skate. Oh, yeah. You know, like that kind of thing. I was but, a big, uh, I was a big corduroy uh, pants guy for a while. Oh, I was, that, I was I at was, a corduroy phase. Yeah. I, and now that is something, I mean, it's been 20 plus years for a pant and a material that I wore day after day. I haven't even looked at a pair of cords in 20 years. I have a pair that were like, were too small for me that I could probably fit into now. Oh, possibly really? yeah i don't i don't know where they are though but i throw on the quarantine like, cords baby i know i know they were like kind of tight they were really tight I'm like you can't wear tight corduroys are never a good look ever no, no, no. yeah it's all thinned out the corduroy you get those when there's yes. patches for right. the corduroy. if you're separating the corduroy lines yeah. you know you're in trouble like if, you, if, if, you, if you're making the the board the the in between the corduroy bigger you you have to relook at <laughs> yeah. your life you have really have to do some introspection at that point I wore corduroys probably uh, exclusively throughout college. I wasn't a dungarees man until uh, until my, I'd say almost my mid twenties. Really? Yeah. Once probably I started comedy because you, uh, I'm guessing also at the same time you were a cargo short man. I still am. Are you a cargo short guy still? Oh, I'm looking at them right here, laying on my bedroom floor, <laughs> waiting was, for me to jump in them. I was a cargo short uh, person for a while. I don't think I went. I think only only several years ago did I go to regular shorts. Yeah, I, I and, still have adopted them because I haven't bought shorts in in t- ten years. Yeah, and because I went to what? Yeah, now I'm wearing them more, but I am pale. I'm tall. I got these long dancers' legs. They're disgusting, <laughs> and. I would go out at night. I would never wear shorts at night. So I really, even in the summer, didn't wear shorts Same as here, an adult because... that often. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't really – I don't really have that many new pairs of shorts. Because comedy does – stuck on the cargos. Comedy does it too because you don't exactly. wear shorts to shows. So there's yep. no – the only time you wear shorts. And also we're not – I'm never in a situation where I was like needed them. Like I wasn't going on many vacations or anything like Same. that. So, yeah. Yeah. So I was a pants guy. But now I'm like, I think I like become my dad. I, I, I basically, I'm wearing shorts all the time. All the time. Uh, I just my basketball bought- shorts, I have worn two pairs during this last four months of quarantine nonstop. Yeah, I bought a pair of these shorts called Vioris, which I bought them because they kept, they kept showing me the ads for it. And I was like, these got to be good. But they're like kind of expensive. And I bought them and they're really comfortable shorts. What are but, they called? Vioris? Maybe that's Vior, a... Vioris? Yeah. Maybe it could be like my cousin. Like the name got uh, lost when we came over on Ellis Island. You know, like he Maybe was a Viori. Maybe you're the they, right flair. And they wrote it differently. Maybe the right flair to the, sh- this, the shorts dynasty. I was come from a shorts empire and I didn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll tell you but, one thing, though, that I still do from childhood. You're looking at it right now is the baseball cap. I will oh, never... I'm, I've, that's been my mainstay since 10 years old. Probably I early. was always a baseball, baseball hat guy. Um, early 20s, I was a baseball hat guy. And then now I do it because I'm balding. I guess I realized that I'm balding more than – I guess I'm bald. Am I bald or balding? Um, well, it I'm, seems to me that you've been at this place for 10 years or maybe a little less than that. But no, yeah. you don't no, seem no, I, to be losing any more hair, I should say. Yeah, it's like at this weird thing where the front of my hair is like right. balding, and the back I had got pretty the horseshoe. Deep. 
Yeah, the horseshoe, but with a little bit of a. You've, you've really got the Costanza. I got no. I don't have the Costanza. I'd have to get. I wouldn't have you got more on, on top. top. I have more on top than Costanza. Yeah, but I don't. I'd almost rather just have the Costanza in a way. Yeah, but you the, do wear a hat well. You wear like that Irish guy hat well. I don't know what those are called. Like, oh, I haven't done know. that in years. The 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 the, the, the newsboy cap thing. Yeah, the newsy hat. Uh, I you used wear to wear a those. Cap well. I used to wear those all the time, and then. I stopped because I, I think everybody was like, oh, you're like a – like, are you like a dropkick Murphys guy or something? Like, I didn't want to, like, be thought of as, like, oh, you're like a guy who, like, pretends to be some, like, Irish from the turn, turn of the century or something, you know? Yeah, when you throw one of those on, you really fit the stereotype. <laughs> Absolutely. But I haven't worn one in, in years. I've just been wearing baseball hats for years. I, yeah. I still – I still like those hats. I get the duckbill ones, the ones that are like more right, right. streamlined. I could never pull those off. And now that my hair is a little shorter now, I'm so happy to wear hats again because I was wearing my hair long for a long time. And yeah, but the- with hats and it was too it was too mashed down. And now that I've gotten a haircut, uh, I'm really re- rediscovering baseball caps. And I just I miss them so much and I love right. them. And it's so nice to – Walk out of your house. You don't got to care what your hair looks. You don't got to comb it. You just throw a cap on and go. I know. Baseball cap's crazy. Hey, ladies. Well, you know what I just looked up, and this is so sad. I saw an ad for Keeps. I basically, I'm just obsessed keeps. with, like, internet. It Keeps is, like, where you keep your hair. Like, I guess it's supposed to be, like, you keep whatever hair you have. But I, but the, the guy in the ad sure I understand. Like, oh, it's a pill. It's like a pill. It's like a pill for a hair. Oh, oh, oh. And I, I looked at like it. Some sort of, some sort of hair locker. No, oh no, no! I yeah, had no yeah. idea what you meant. It's a little Foot Locker for toupees. That you, like, that's that where you your keep house. your hair. That's what you I get, thought it was. They send you like a little tiny, like college refrigerator size locker. Yeah, a little and storage put, unit. You, you put your you put your little toupees in there. They have a that's rack. Right. They have like four racks, and depending <laughs> on how many toupees you have, you put them on the racks, and it's it's temperature controlled. And whenever you need a nice cool toupee, you take it out of the. Yeah, <laughs> yeah howdy, boys. No, it was ready I would, for a night on the town. I was always very anti anything to do with hair. Uh, but when I saw this thing, this guy was like, oh, after four months, I started growing back my hair. I was like, really? But isn't that I, what like, you've always heard from him, all this stuff? Yeah, but now it's not that. This seemed a little bit. I don't know why this seemed different. Go, it's not this one's different. different. I don't know why. And then I, but I, it was very fleeting because I, I looked at the ads yeah. and I was like, maybe I'll get it. And then I looked up further. And then they started talking about how, like, you have to keep taking it for to, it to work. So uh, if, you, if you stop taking it, you lose the hair. That's the, that's the thing. And I'm yeah, sure there's, like, I'm sure there's penis side effects that nobody's talking oh. about. Like, you know. Uh, but well, that's I, also how they get you to keep, that's how they stay in business. They keep, exactly. they keep returning customers. Exactly. And then on top of that, it said the best time that it works is if, like, right when you've gone balding and if you're under 40. And I was like, well, strike one and strike two. Yeah. I'm not even going to try to try to go for that. So oh that was short-lived. I don't give it – usually I'm just like, oh, I'll shave my head. But now I have my hair a little bit longer and I don't mind it. It's, it's, I actually, it's just a good change for me because I'm so used to shaving my head. Now yeah. I have it where it's a you little bit grown with in. It shaves close. I'll do – but this looks good too. Are you, you're a good bald right. guy. I'm an all right bald. This is a little bit too <laughs> – it's a little bit, a little bit too. I hate the, the 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 front is weird. The front is weird. So, but you know, being single again, you know, I'm a divorced man. I you know, divorce. I'm divorce. I'm fat guy. I'm balding. I gotta get uh, rid of one of those. You know, I'm doing intermittent fasting to get rid of the. Uh, you look good. The fat guy thing. I don't. I don't think. I, I don't think I look that much different. But I feel better. That's what I'm. You know. Well, that's good. That's the first step usually. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. So but you uh, do look thin in the face. That's usually where, uh, for me, when I start losing, you can tell. And I think you're the same way. I can tell your your face is leaner. Face is leaner, yeah. And it's also up here. Like it's it's not. I looked at myself and I'm like, in a picture, and I was like, oh, I don't have as much man boobs. I still have them, but that's they're not good. as much. That's also as- a tough one to get rid of too, because that's really requires, I think, not Push-ups. only the diet but also the exercise, which is like. Diet's one thing. I'm not doing the exercise. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think if you lose enough weight, you might have, like, it might not be built up up in your right. chest. Right, it's not going to be toned. But as long as if you're, if I lose enough, if I, I want to get down below, I'm 200 something, 200. I, last time I weighed myself, but I haven't weighed myself in a month, at least a month, I was 239. I want to get myself oh, below, great. I want to get myself below 200 pounds. Yeah, my idea, when I was really, the last time I lost a lot of weight and looking, what I considered good, I was around like two fifteen, two twenty. Yeah, because you're and like I'm six at, four. I'm six three, six four, and I'm at like two fifty, two fifty five right now, which is a little, which is chubby, you know. That's but I was up boy. to two eighty two, dude. That was my my high. Two eighty two. Yeah, my high was two sixty nine, and I'm five eight. That's big. Yeah, and That's I, really you know, yeah, yeah, when I was at two eighty two, you know, I was a fatso, and uh, you know, out of breath, dude. You you drop that. 20 pounds. Uh, my stamina is back. I don't get, to, I would, I was getting tired getting up from the couch, walking to the kitchen, walking back. I'd have to go. Yeah. Wait, and that's not a way to live, man. That's no, no well, I also, I'm getting, that's coming back for me too. Cause I, when I was to 269, I would fall asleep in the middle of the day on the couch. That's how like, <laughs> yeah. for no reason, just in the middle of the day, I'd be in the middle of, I'd be in the middle of a conversation and just start shutting my eyes. And like, and start, it was like bad. Like it was bad. Hey, people go, wait a minute. Did you get a good night's sleep last night? You go, nah, just fat. Yeah, yeah, it's just fat. <laughs> you tired? No, nah, just chubby. Just chubby. This is a fat guy thing. Uh, yeah, I hear you. So yeah, you, want- you know, I've actually been eating a little better in the quarantine because I'm, and this is going to sound stupid, but I'm controlling literally every single thing that I eat from the grocery store. I would. Oh, that doesn't make that makes sense. I'm the okay, same way. That, yeah, because that's how wrong. People were like, "Yeah, well, don't you always control?" Not necessarily, because a no. lot of times you're out at a comedy club and you're just eating chicken fingers, buffalo wings. Like, it's not the greatest menu. Now I can literally go to the grocery store if I if it's not healthy for me, I just don't buy it. Because for me, if it's here in my house, I'm gonna eat it if it's good or bad. So if I don't buy the bad stuff, it's not going in. You know. So, well, that's the thing. And I'm, I'm eating getting, some fruit. I'm eating some vegetables. I'm getting some I, greens, you know? I'm the same way, dude. I've been doing the same thing. I've been eating oranges. I've been eating, uh, um, what's your call? Brussels sprouts. I had some um, baby spinach. Uh, I've been eating, like, I've been trying not to snack in between for the most yeah, part. I've been cutting back on the bread more than I was. Like, stuff like that, where it's like, I'm trying to control better, like, what, what I'm eating. Yeah. It's a whole new healthy DYM, baby. Uh, yeah, new brand, new health, uh, <laughs> new new diet, new everything. Um, yeah, so you you watched a couple things this week. I heard. Oh yeah, I watched. I'm, I, I had the hat trick of movies this week, and I say that because one of the things I watched was very hockey centric. Um, and you are you are. A, I don't think we ever explored this on the podcast. You are a big hockey fan. It's my number one favorite sport of all time. I grew up playing ice hockey. I played it up until I played it in college, and then I played it post college in the city. Uh, I started. What really position young. did you play? I played defense. I was a big old rugged defenseman, but I could move. I had some hands too. I was like a Brian Leach, but bigger. 
Whoa! Yeah. But I love hockey. It's my favorite. I can't wait for it to come back on August 1st, knock on wood, that everything goes right and everybody stays safe and healthy. And your so, team is the? My team is the New York Rangers, the greatest franchise in all of sports history. <laughs> <laughs> I love them so much. It's just my favorite. I'm passionate about it, and I'm so excited for it to come back. So I was. I have a text chain with my two other friends from growing up. All three of us are diehard Rangers fans. And my buddy Scorsone, he said, hey, there's a great documentary on uh, Amazon called Valiant. And it's the story of the first year of the Las Vegas Golden Knights. They just got a team in 2018. The team's only two and a half years old. And they had, for a expansion team, the most historic season of any expansion team. I don't know, Sean, if you remember, they they, went went to the Stanley Cup, right? To the Stanley Cup finals, which everybody picked them to be dead last, which – Nobody would have uh, batted an eyelash at that, too, when everybody was doing their preseason, who's going to finish where. I was in Vegas. I was in Vegas when it was going on. Oh, buddy. And they blew everybody's expectations out of the water. So they went to the Stanley Cup Finals. But what you don't remember and what I completely forgot was that their home opener was October 10th of 2018. If you remember, October 1st, 2018, was the big Las Vegas shooting? Yes, at the Mandalay yeah, Bay yes, at that concert. Yeah, because people were like they had Vegas strong stuff all over the Vegas, Vegas strong, the time. and yeah. so that made it. They tied that in. They juxtaposed the two stories the whole time. I mean, this was a community that like needed needed that perfect thing to latch onto. Yeah, it was just like this team is blowing everybody's expectations expectations out of the water. They're they're in first place and they keep winning all year. And it's just like – it was just such a sweet, great story of how this team picked up this community and everybody had something to look at and, you know, that wasn't uh, anything to do with the shooting. And it was just something yeah. that – Yeah, it, like it, me- it was meant to be to, like, bring the people back. And it was a crazy story, too. They lost their first-string goalie to injury. They lost their second-string. Then their third-string goalie. It's unprecedented in hockey to – have a fourth string goalie play in one season. Like it's uh, I, the odds and, against that and do that well and do that well. And then they eventually get their starters back and then they go to the Stanley cup finals. I mean, they're beating teams that have had the same veteran players year after year with experience. And this is all a group that's never played together before. And it was just and, amazing. And unfortunately they lost uh, to the Washington Capitals, the Stanley cup finals, but what a story, a really great, I mean, I was blubbering by the end, but. I mean, it was just such a sweet story because they're doing interviews with the cops and the firemen and the townspeople, family members who have lost people in the shooting. And just how this, the Vegas Knights just they, – they, they picked the community up. And, like, there were, and the guys, the hockey players, they were going out to the community. And it was and just a really great story. If, you're, if you like hockey like me, or even if not, it's just a really great story. The documentary was actually good on top of that. Like, it was a well-made. Yeah, very cool. Definitely a, a must-watch for any sort of hockey fans or any sports fans in general. But that was my first one. What about you? I, I watched a couple of movies, but I can only remember one of them. Um, I don't know why I can remember one of them. But it, I liked it a lot. It, Palm Springs. Did you watch Palm Springs? Absolutely. It was going to be my other one. Yeah. Wasn't it great? I loved it. I thought I it was great. I loved it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like anything with, like, time travel. I also find it interesting. <laughs> if you don't know the plot, it's like, uh, Christine Milotti's in it, uh, Andy Samberg. Both, and who are both great. Who are both awesome in it. And it's that Andy Samberg is living in this um, 
what would you call infinite, it? Time, infinite time loop. Time paradox thing where infinite so – he lives the same day over it's, and over again. It's like, essentially the Groundhog Day. It's, it's Groundhog Day, yeah. Groundhog Day. It's, he's living in a Groundhog Day situation and he – Wakes up, same thing like, happens every single he time. He hangs out with Christine Milani one night and then out of nowhere this guy's after him and he, and he, and he runs to this uh, – this cave and, and he tries to shoot Christy Melody away and she follows him. And it turns out if you're going to this cave, you're part of the same paradox, whatever it is. So it's the whole idea of them like getting to know each other and like, they have like a, like a friendship that turns into whatever. I'm not going to ruin yeah, it. It was great. And it was so different from groundhog day where you go, that's exactly like groundhog day, but it was just different enough where you go, oh, yeah. it's a completely unique movie. Here's the cool thing. It was like, they remembered what they did yesterday. So it wasn't like it wasn't like Groundhog Day and that where he knew what was going to happen, but they also had shared experiences where it didn't. Uh, like yeah, it's reset. like Groundhog Day with, with two people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was very but, cool. But, but also, the weird part about it is they don't bring up Groundhog Day once. <laughs> right. The whole movie, I thought there'd be like some kind of like even like an like an like a like an off. The off remark from Andy yeah, Samberg. Like, I'm, I'm living in Groundhog Day, or just like, or have like a, like, even if it was like a weird, like, re- remake of the Ned Ryerson thing. Like the right, Ned Ryerson, right. Yeah. Uh, like something to be like, oh, there's your homage to, to Groundhog Day, but nothing, which I kind of like, yeah, that's kind of cool. You're making your I own think thing. that too. I think they knew everybody was just going to immediately go, this is like Groundhog Day. Yeah. <laughs> it just, didn't need to. Because Groundhog Day is so good. There's been yeah. college classes taught on Groundhog Day. The philosophy oh, yeah. of the philosophy of Groundhog Day. I remember going down a wormhole one time trying to figure out the actual time spent for Bill Murray, and it was just something like a like it was a thousand years. Something ridiculous. Everybody's got different theories. That's the thing. It's like there's really no way to prove it, but some somebody oh, tried. I think they I think they did online, right? Somebody wrote something about like figuring yeah, out how long he was there like for. That. And uh, it was like ten thousand years or something. Like it's something insane. Like, yeah, yeah, if, yeah. That's what it was. Ten thousand. If they if they strung together all the things he did, I don't even know how you'd even figure that out. To be honest, because I know there's whatever, but just off base of what you see, I guess they guess that he was there for like over ten thousand years or something crazy like that. Which is like that actually yeah. makes a lot of sense about why you're suing. You know, that's the only part I didn't like about about uh, Palm Springs. The day. It's like the second or like the second day or the first day she finds out she's in the paradox. She tries to commit suicide right away. Yeah, that's the only thing that annoyed me about it because I was like, well, you wouldn't do that right away. You wouldn't do that, you know, like you would do it after you can't take being there anymore, like that kind of. Yeah. Thing, you know? Yeah. No, it was great. I enjoyed their uh, their journey together. I really enjoyed it. And it's like that's the way the movies are going to be now, man. It's like this is this would have been in the theaters easy, and it wasn't. Oh and, yeah, for uh, sure. And well, now, I got well, one more that I loved, which got had a little bit of controversy behind it. And I can't remember if we talked about it or you mentioned to me that you saw it. Did you watch The Hunt? With no, Benji but Gifford? I want to see it. Dude, I loved it. I loved it. And this was a last gasp movie selection one night this week. I felt like I'd watched everything and I just clicked on The Hunt. I watched the preview. I go, nah, all right. And then I finally went, fuck it. I'm just going to watch it. And I loved it. Becky Gilpin, you might know her from Glow. She's the blonde here. She's Miss America from Glow. She's great. She's really fun. It's got a great cast. Ike Barinholtz is in it. Hilary Swank's in it. Ethan Suppley, Emma Roberts. Really fun plot and a oh. really fun movie, dude. It was really uh, great. I, 
so I, I tried out for that movie to play a uh, redneck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I tried out for Hunters, the TV show with Al Pacino. I think that was it. Okay, something totally different. So Ethan Suplay is in it, and is he jacked in it? No, he's uh, he's thinned out a little bit. He kind of, uh, yeah, I mean, he's not a slim guy, but he's he's not a fatso anymore, you know? Really? Because now, you know, now he's jacked. So how long ago did they film that? Uh, well, it came out, in, it was, came out in March. And yeah. yeah he does I that podcast. Know. He's like, he's like, a, he like, they show pictures of himself working out and everything all the time. Well, if I'm watching this movie, I wouldn't say jacked, but I all mean, right. he's got a small character. It's not even really that big of a part, but it was written by the Lost Guys, uh, Damon Lindelof and, um, and Carlton Cuse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <gasps> it was? Yes. And it's a Blumhouse production, which I love. And basically, 12 strangers, they wake up and they don't know where they are or how they got here. And they kind of figure out that they're in this, what they think they've heard of this internet conspiracy theory about how these like left-wing elitists kidnap like redneck conservative Republicans and hunt them for sport. So they think they're in that. And then it just goes bonkers. And it's fantastic, dude. I loved it. And I, I know that sounds political, but it's not in the slightest way. Just trust you. You'll, I think people will enjoy it. Uh, I just think it's a fun movie. It's got a great cast. It's well acted. It's got that Blumhouse, like, not gore, but it's like, it's violent, but it's also got that the comedic moments. Highest recommendations. Fiori's five-star right. pick of the week. I got to check it out. Yeah, three great. I'd watch three great movies this week. Um, are you uh, you going on the apps at all? You doing a little uh, apps? I'm dating? telling you, buddy. I'm on the apps, but I'm not having any luck. It's like uh, I'm fishing, and it's about to rain. The fish they've all gone away. <laughs> now they know they know it's a rainstorm coming, and they've all gone to their respective wherever fish go. I don't. I've kind of, I've I don't know where I was going few, with that fishing. I've imagined a few people, but I, every time I like really get into it, like I met. I met up with somebody from uh, one of the apps, and it was just like not what I thought it would be. It's that's the problem with the apps. It's not what you think it's going to be. Do you know what I mean? Like that's that's the of issue. Of course, it's, it always is. Even in normal off. times. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. Part of me is like I want to give it like another maybe another week, or maybe in a week, because I think I ha- like I I I just had a couple people I was talking to. And then yeah. I think I think I'm just gonna erase them from my my phone. Really? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I um, I don't know. I've just been on the one. I've just been on Bumble, and maybe okay. I'll, I'll tell you. Download you another peeves? one. I don't know. When you go on regular dates, what what's a deal breaker for you if you go out with a girl? Like this actually would be good for any any women listening uh, to the podcast. Uh, write to us and let us know what women what women deal breakers are. But like. A deal breaker for you as you're on the date. What would what do you think? Do you have one in mind? I don't have any particular ones. I need a good back and forth though. I've been on so many first dates where I'm struggling to keep the conversation going. It's like, dude, if you're gonna go out on dates, you go like talk about yourself. You're just sitting there. I can't keep asking question after question after question. And usually that's how you know right away because if there's a good back and forth and a good rapport it's probably going to be a successful date. So, I mean, I am lucky because I think if I vibe with somebody right away, it's pretty evident, you know, for certain, yeah. for some reason that we either click or we don't. And I, I can kind of tell right away. 
But right. I mean, I've stuck it out for a few, but I think the best way is what I've learned over the years. Is if, if, if I know myself, if I could tell something's not going anywhere, I just, I just started to be honest, just go, all right, well, it was great meeting you. I appreciate you hanging out and I'll get out of there. You know, I've oh, read the, old, the old me used to stick it out and just be like, I'm too, you know, nice. Oh, wait, so how long do you stay, how long do you go for to get, and how long do you get out of there when you get out of there? It's like an hour in? Yeah, drink or two. Whoa. I mean, dude, if you don't know by then, I mean, yeah. obviously there's exceptions to the rule, but if it's been an hour and a couple drinks and it's not happening, I think there's no reason to force yeah, it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I, the back and forth is key. I, I agree with that. And the other thing that really bugs me to the point where it's a really big minus for me is if, and I always, obviously, we're both the same type of guy. We're going to pay, pay for whatever. Of course. But the only thing that I want, I'm not talking about a insane production. No, not even the reach. Not the even reach the reach. Is nice. The reach is nice, but just even if you don't want to do that, because it's kind of a, it's kind of like you know we know you're not gonna you know pay for. It. Not that we don't know, but I'm gonna pay for it anyway. I'm gonna make sure you don't pay for it. Just hey, thanks for the drink. Thank hey, thanks for the hey, thanks for the the yeah, the, the, ran, the food, random food, whatever you know. Whatever really? it is. Are you dating a lot of just women? A, just no usually there is thank you it's not it's not but when it happens like i had a date recently that was a no there's no thank you and then and it was also i would start saying something and get jump like and then get interrupted immediately and i was mm. like yeah this is not this ain't happening like this is not i'm sorry like sure. i can't yeah sure so you're right. You have to know there's a vibe but i was an idiot that one i just talked about i hung out for like three hours because i'm like I was like, I feel bad if I take off now. I have to awkwardly I might not get out of here. Another woman from the room. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. But I also like, I have to awkwardly get out of here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It, it's so, hard to do. It's not ever that graceful, especially on a first date. But I think you got to remember, they're probably thinking the same thing, and probably thankful that somebody pulled the trigger and ended it. You know? Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Um, so, should no, we talk? I, I got nothing. I got nothing going on. Uh, yeah, I have the little things here and there. That's about it. Did you, uh, well, you saw that article that I sent you. They're going to, I wanted to see what you thought about it on the podcast, uh, for as far as another movie thing goes that they're, they're in the works. They have a Fletch remake with, uh, John Hamm as Fletch. Now, right, right. Normally when these things happen, my initial reaction is like, Oh God, why would they do that? Why would they do this? Why? Come on. You're ruining a great thing. But, uh, I have zero problems with this, and I actually I'm into Ooh. the idea. Interesting, because yeah. I agree. Normally, I'm like, why mess with perfection? I love Fletch; it's a perfect movie. I don't even hate Fletch Two. I think Fletch Two's got a lot of laughs. I don't mind Fletch, Fletch Two is on. I'm watching it. Um, and Chevy Chase is the perfect Fletch character. Now, I don't know if it's it's not a remake; it's a the continuation. It's a, because that guy wrote, like, 12 Fletch yeah, stories. Yeah. Well, that's good, then. Yeah, because you can so do that. So it's not like they're remaking the original Fletch with the same story. It's a completely right. new story. He's now – he's remaking the Fletch character. He's going to be Fletch, which, I mean, is I John Hamm him. smarmy enough? Or well, is that – do we just associate Chevy Chase with Fletch immediately? Like, are you going to always think – I'm going to have a hard time disassociating myself if I see John Hamm. Is John Hamm, does he have the chops for that? I, I I think, remember how we talked about John Hamm on the podcast a while yeah, ago? Yeah, he's saying, a very miscast guy. But this, I think, is in his wheelhouse. 
If I yeah, had to guess, of- this makes more sense to, to me than him. You know, like we talked about him in the town, how that was horrible. And you're right. So, but this I could see, like, because this is comedy, but it's not silly comedy. It's like dry him. It's like him being Don, Don Draper with a little bit more like, like mugging to the camera, you know, and, yeah. and, and being like, you know, I mean, like I'm rooting game. for the guy. I hope it works. Yeah, yeah. I think I uh, Greg really Mottola think it is the, I, That guy's made some good stuff that I like, you know, super bad. And it's, I also welcome it because the vibe off Chevy Chase in the past 20 years has been you're an asshole, apparently. So why not revamp one of your things just to get the yeah. fucking your, your shitty taste out of it? The guy seems no, exactly. apparently he was fuck a him. piece of shit on sets and whatever. he seems like a miserable fuck, you know? Yeah, totally. So, but when it comes to John Hamm, I'm like, I can see that happening. I can absolutely see that. Well, I'm rooting for the hamburger, and I hope it's a funny movie. <laughs> the I hamburger. Just, I'm always just wary of remakes and stuff that you know is beloved from your childhood. It's like the goat. You know, we've talked about remakes a million times, but yeah, I, if it's done well, great. I'm all for it. But it's just you set yourself up for failure, and the expectations are always higher when you're going to toy with something that's beloved. You know. Uh, absolutely, and I think that that'll happen. You and because we have the internet. Yeah, you're always so. going to have antag. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, but uh, the other thing I wanted to tell you, and maybe we had something planned for the episode, but maybe we'll do that next episode. Um, oh, all right, sir. Because we we can we're we're we gotta wrap it up fairly soon. Um, but uh, the thing, did I tell you what I did? Well, you know, I'm I, if if you know Sean Donnelly, you know he's a fan of barbecue. If people yeah, who you know, know me, if you know Dutchie. You know, Dutchie with the bone. Oh, the whole, oh, yeah. <laughs> the smoker debacle. The inside <laughs> smoker. So you know what I, you know what, what I did. What happened with then. that thing? All right, so, all right, so what happens is this. I, like, I think I'm at the point where I'm, like, sick of living in the city. I want to have, like, a backyard, which I can't, I can't have yeah. a house anyway, right. so I can't do that anyway. But I'm just saying, like, I'm kind of burnt out on the city or whatever it is. You know, I'm, yeah. like, somewhat. But one of the reasons is I'm really into the idea of Texas barbecue and I've always been interested, not always, but recently past several years, I've been interested in it and I'm always dying to like do it myself, you know, whatever it is. So I, I, me and me and Jason Salmon, who's a great comic, we go to barbecue places together. I was like dying to give it a shot and I really wanted to do it. So finally, you know, this is like, this is chalk it up to quarantine craziness, Joe, because like literally I was like, you know what? I could probably get an electric smoker. Yeah, and- we talked about it last week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the way I did, what I did was I Googled, can you use an electric smoker indoors? And it said. I don't know how that's, it's smoker. And Where's right. all the smoke going to go? Well, I'm in a, I've never had a smoker before, Andy. I don't know. So I go. Neither have I, but I would have figured you can't use it in, in, in an apartment I, in Queens. Well, you, you're way more intelligent than me. because I, I, I don't go, even think it takes that much intelligence. Shut the fuck up. So anyway, so I, I said to myself, I said, oh, I'm like, I could probably do it. And then I'll, I'll point a box, a box fan at the smoker. I'll go out the window. Like I was like, oh, I had a whole plan. And I go, it said I could use it online. So there must be some kind of system that I can, you know, whatever it is. And then I looked up by model number of the smoker I got. I go, can I use my master oh. build, like 1030P or whatever it is? Can I use that? Is that uh, a Clarker? Uh, the Commando 8 has arrived. And I'm like, can I use my, <laughs> can I use my Commando 8 inside of the apartment? And three, like five, six different answers on the Home Depot website were like, do not use this item. In, <laughs> big in capital letters. Big, big capital letters. Like, do Flashing not lights. do it. 
So I was like, I'm not even going to try this. So uh, I was trying to rack my brain and think of people that could use it. You could return it? I didn't return it. I gave it to Bobby Kelly, who everybody oh, knows Bobby Kelly. Well, you know, he's going to get a lot of use out of it. Well, that's it went, why. It went, to, it went to a good forever home. That's why I, <laughs> I gave it to him because I said, hey, I got the smoker. Do you want it? I know you'll use it. And he said, yeah, I'll pick it. And he came by tomorrow with his son. And they picked it up from my house. And then he did like an Instagram video, like making fun of me for a fucking, <laughs> like, like videoed my apartment building. Be like, he thought he was going to smoke stuff inside <laughs> this apartment building. It's I'm shocked Bobby didn't already own a smoker. I, I called him. I go, do you have a smoker? And he goes, no, I don't actually. And I was like, oh, well, would you like a smoker? <laughs> Whatever it is. And it, you to his it credit. You for free? Yes, I did. But he tried, he tried to, no, no, he tried, no, he was, he's a good, he tried to give me cash. He was like, sure. take this, take this. And I said, no, no, no. Because I was like, I wanted to learn the lesson, basically, is what it is. Like, <laughs> I, I'm like, it, 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 if he would have given me cash, then I. I wouldn't. I would have. Wouldn't have learned the life lesson of what the fuck was I thinking, and I have to be smarter about things and that kind of stuff, you know. So you didn't even get to use it. You didn't get to smoke anything. I didn't get to smoke anything, but I'm like, maybe if I if I move out of the Queens and I get myself in a house or a, with a with, or an outdoor space somewhere, I can use a, well, some kind of I would get some kind of smoker. I'll tell you this much. Like I said, I think it went. It found a good forever home, and I think it's going to get a lot of use out of that. And here's what you did. You now kind of subconsciously Bobby Kelly is known for having great big fun barbecues. I you're going to get an invite every time now, pal. Oh How's yeah. It? He's yeah, not, probably. you're never going to be left off the guest list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've tons of barbecue my future. He already <laughs> bar- he already barbecued uh, a brisket and he sent it to me. It looked, it looked pretty good. Oh God. I love brisket. Maybe I'll get some brisket today somewhere. From where? What do you got by you? I don't know. I got to research it. I just, I have no idea. You got there's a couple places by you. In, uh, Story had a uh, the one place is pretty decent. I forget what road it's on, um, but you yeah you don't have tons of you don't have like a really really good uh, a Texas not a lot of brisket but, options. Not a lot of brisket options. No, but here's the thing, which I've been doing during the quarantine is I have my car and I'll go on a food adventure. If I got to get in the car and drive to deep Brooklyn, I'll do it. What else do I got to do? Oh. I don't have to be anywhere. I'll well, go do, on a food adventure. Do this, my friend. Pick your pal up. I'll take you to the best barbecue place in the fucking All city. All right. Uh, which one? Uh, well, well, there's a, it's a toss-up. Either Mighty Quinn, a lot of people love. Oh, yeah, well, we, you, yes. You've been to Mighty Quinn. And then, yeah, uh, I've been there with you. And I say Hill Country. I, I disagree with that, by the way. What? Hill Country? I think there's better. It's not my favorite. Well, I'll tell you this, but it's not hometown. Uh, for we, I was dying to go to hometown for like a year, two years, because I never could get down a Red Hook. And me and Jason went to hometown, and it's all it's all hype. It's all hype. Really? Well, yeah. Well, no, here's the thing. It's, Don't it's get me New wrong. New York City is still not, you know. Don't get me wrong. If you're a barbecue novice, if you haven't been to a bunch of spots, no, okay. But like, if you're if you're <laughs> uh, if you if you don't care, you know, if you don't care about it, like it's still good. Don't get me wrong. It's still sure. good. But, like, if you go, if you compare it to, like, Texas Barbecue from Texas, which is the way that they were kind of portraying themselves, they were like, everybody was like, this is it. This is the best barbecue place in the city. It's not. It's definitely not. It's, it's God damn. It just made me think of Moon Tower and Cooper's and all those great. Oh, it's so great. So I miss the comedy festival so much. Just... Uh, Austin, Austin, Texas is one of my favorite places to go. Absolutely. Well, uh, we'll have to go out. Uh, let's do it. Let's make a date. We'll get some brisket. This I'll pick you up, and we'll be a real uh, Dutch and Cool Breeze road trip. 
Ooh, we can film it and put Risk it online it. for yeah. the PYM listeners. Uh, sounds good, man. Well, let's uh, let's wrap Bend this bad boy up. What'd you say? Defend your meat. There you go. Defend your meat. <laughs> well, let's do a defend your meat episode. Beautiful. Uh, and then we'll do. What do you like there? Sausage? Yeah, you like a uh, cow? What do you like there? <laughs> I like it all. I love the meats. Are you a rib guy? What are you? I love all that shit, dude. Ribs. I had some sausages last night, some Italian sausages, a little spicy to them. I love andouille sausage. Oh, God. I think, I love... I think, I, I think I've met one person that doesn't like barbecue. Only one. Yeah, I mean, come on. Unless you're a vegan vegetarian. Oh, yeah, if you're a vegetarian, I get that. You're a meat I mean, eater. Like, how do you not love it? Yeah, you can't. You can't, right? If you're it's a meat so eater, tasty and delicious and but salty. You, and you get I all think... these nice different rubs and sauces. Ah, the best. There's got to be less and less red meat eaters back out there. You know? Also, yeah, if you're listening and you're a defender or a DYM or whatever we're going to call them, a, a dimmer. Oh, a dimmer. Is that dimmers. the new? Is dimmers good? Dimmer. I like dimmers. That's not bad. That's not bad, right? Um, if you are a dimmer. I mean, and the you defenders know, are the OG, though, so I don't think that should ever die. Uh, that shouldn't die. You're right. Uh, if you're uh, a barbecue nerd and you know of a good Dim-wits place. or something, yeah. The dimwits, T-Y-M wits. Oh, that's fucking funny. Um, if you're a, a, a dimwit and you... <laughs> I like dimwits. I like dimwit, dude. I think dimwit might be it. Like if you're dimwit... <laughs> I think we might have coined a new one. I think it is. D-Y-M-W-I-T. Yeah, I like to it. all the dimwits out there. Somebody. Oh, my God. You're growing the brand, Andy. We're like, we're like, we're like teaching <laughs> a course in social media right now. Absolutely. That's, somebody that's make a logo. Somebody make, somebody, a, we'll make a dimwit logo. Someone make a dimwit logo and send it to us on Instagram. It's at DYM pod, the DYM podcast on Instagram. Yes. Message it to us. We'll follow you back. We'll, we'll shout Absolutely. you out on the podcast. We'll shout your site. The Dimwit. D-Y-M-W-I-T. What would that look like? That's so funny to me. <laughs> um, but but if you, also, if you're a barbecue nerd, let us know where we should go. Even if it's, oh, you know where we should go, Andy? I'll take you. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, I wish I'm everybody gonna, could see how excited Sean just got over I just My eyes just lit up. <laughs> I'm going to take you. popped out of that Hawaiian shirt, baby. Dude, we're going to Hoodoo Brown in Connecticut. We're going. It's okay, like, we'll take it. I think yeah, it's like an hour and, a, hour and a half away or something like that. Great, We're fine. fucking going. We're going in the midday on a weekday. We're going next. We should go next week, dude. Okay, sure. It is the best that you'll have in the tri-state area. It's great. I love uh, it. Dude, let's do it. Oh my god, we're doing it. We're doing it, and I well, let's do it early next week, and let's have the let's we'll we'll tell yes. the dimwits about it on. Uh, I am road trip. We'll do some Instagram stories in the car. We'll do yes. it at the restaurant. It'll be great. Dude, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, All but right. Yeah, Sign me up. Let's plug our things there. You are Andy Fiore on A-N-D-Y-F-I-O-R-I with the at sign in front of it across all social media. The, the radio show on Sirius XM is every Thursday at 4 p.m. on Raw Dog Sirius XM 99. It's the Raw Report with me, Liz Furiati, and Jason Shabiro. Fun show this week with uh, Esther P. Um and uh, Guillermo Diaz, Scarface from Half Baked, so fun. Oh, that's cool. I like yeah. that. Uh, what you called? So I am at Shawnee Time on Instagram and Twitter. I have a, a new UFO podcast called um, uh, Skylight, which Great you should name, check out. I thank you. I and I I just had I had Jeremy Corbell on it, who was the director of the Bob Lazar documentary. I just had Henry Zabrowski from. Um, last podcast on the left so make sure to check that out also i will be near valley forge pennsylvania i forget the name of the town at soul joel's comedy show tomorrow night when this airs uh it'll be tomorrow night we're doing one show at 7 p.m i think it's royer's it's like a theater 
theater set up. I think it's like social distancing. He's doing like a – even if it rains, he has like a tent or the theaterish type deal going yeah, on. Yeah, I so, did it. It's fun. Yeah, so please come by there. I'm sure the, che- the tickets are pretty cheap. And come by and say hi. Let me know that you're a defender. Are, are you a defender or are you a dimwit? Which one if are you, you? If somebody comes up to you tomorrow and says they're a dimwit, then they're a real defender because yes. that's fresh off the presses. That's fresh off. Hot off the presses. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, that's it for us. And thank you guys so much for listening. Please, I can't uh, say this more. Please subscribe. Please review the podcast. That will help us out. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do incentives. What can we do? If you, give a, if you get us 20 new reviews on the podcast, we'll do an extra two episodes. Do something like that. Like just we have yeah, to get we'll the word do out of maybe, the podcast. Uh, it could be your pick or something. We'll send you some stuff. I got stickers and trinkets and treats. Yeah, I got stickers here too. I got stickers. It's not for the podcast, but it's my my communion picture, and it says "fucking funny." My friend, <laughs> I'll send you pictures of my face if you give us twenty reviews. Is that incentive? Mine's my face Andy? too. It's my little logo. So. <laughs> nice, nice. Oh yeah, perfect. You'll get an Andy and a, and a Sean, a Dutch and a Cool Breeze sticker. Oh, um, which also has to be made a tandem. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, you get I'm a dimwit. I'm a dimwit stickers made up. Yes. Well, but if you have somebody has to send us a logo or or a graphic for what a dim would look like. And I want to here's the th- and here's what we'll do too. If you uh, adhere to what Sean says, we'll give you a DYM nickname. We'll we'll name you. Yes. We'll take a look and we'll see. So we're, I'm you know I'm I, I'm Cool Breeze. That's Dutch over there. We'll give you your DYM Dimwit nickname. So we'll be part of the Dimwit fan club, and you'll have your code name. It'll be great. Perfect. Uh, thank you so much for doing this, Andy. You're the best. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, we'll see all you guys next week, and uh, thank you so much for listening, and we love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.